Welcome to Bruins Built This. I'm Jack Darland. Today, I'm joined by Gary Chow, the founder of Cafe Lux, a European-style cafe with locations all around Los Angeles. We'll be discussing the company's journey and some advice about entrepreneurship. Gary, welcome to the show. Could you start by explaining to our listeners your business and how you started it? Okay. Uh, on the outset, you might think of it as a, um, it's just a coffee shop, but actually it's a business about people. And I'll explain that as we, um, as we move along on the story and the journey. Uh, but it's a business founded by my best friend and I. Uh, his name is Mark. He uh, unfortunately went to Cal Berkeley and huh. I made the right choice and went to UCLA instead. <laughs> so we've known each other for uh, many years and we've always been best friends. And so when we uh, graduated school, we thought, you know, at some point in time, we would love to create a business that was um, something that we could both do, uh, be friends, but also uh, have a business together as well. And so um, in 2006, we created a business called Cafe Lux. And it's an inspiration of our experiences of having traveled many times and enjoying that, uh, what we would call a classic European style cafe, which is something that is very neighborhood driven. And it's a place where friends and family get together for a cup of coffee and just a little bit of a socializing uh, moment uh, before they start their day or throughout the day. And so that became the premise of our business was to create this kind of a socializing community moment uh, for people to come and get together and, uh, and enjoy each other's company. I went to your Brentwood location this morning and I tried the Cafe Shakerado and that was delicious. That's a popular one. Glad you liked it. Uh, yes. And so in 2006, we started our first cafe uh, near UCLA in Santa Monica on Montana Avenue. Uh, and then since then, uh, we've grown to have uh, seven cafes. Um, all mainly on the west side of LA, um, all around UCLA, and then um, in places like uh, Brentwood, uh, Santa Monica, of course, Pacific Palisades, Malibu, um, and so on. And uh, we have a, another cafe, our eighth one, starting uh, probably the middle of this year, and that'll be in, in uh, Manhattan Beach. So it seems like Cafe Lux is always expanding. What do you think has been key in being able to keep opening up stores and finding success? Mm -hmm. um, well, I think the important part of it is uh, we've always been focused heavily on the quality of what we create and uh, the quality of the execution. So we don't grow too fast because uh, if you look back historically at a large coffee shop company called Starbucks, uh, in their heyday, they were growing something along the lines of opening three cafes um, per day around the world. Uh, and so we're only at seven after you know 16 plus years. Uh, and so what's important to us is that we want to grow in a healthy way uh, and not have uh, quality sacrificed. Uh, but then also to do something at our pace, um, because it's just, you know, my, my best friend Mark and I are running the business and we want to enjoy and be happy with what we're doing. 
What's it like working with your best friend? Oh, it's like um, it's like actually being married. <laughs> so you have mainly great days, uh, but also you do have heated discussions and arguments. <laughs> yeah, um, every so often. Uh, and um, fortunately, because we're friends, uh, we handle it. Hopefully, you know, we handle it in a mature way, and we recognize that you know our, our friendship comes first before the business. And so, um, part of the uh, the background on it is uh, we've always kind of felt that we wouldn't be in this business without each other. And so, if let's say for some reason uh, I didn't want to do it anymore, or Mark didn't want to do it anymore, uh, we probably wouldn't do it anymore together. Uh, and so that's how strongly we feel about um, uh, the relationship. And so, uh, for us, when I mentioned earlier about the business being about uh, about people, uh, it really just, it really actually starts from the two of us being friends. And so that's what formulates um, the foundation of our business. Mm -hmm. What obstacles did you face when you started in 2006? And what obstacles have you faced while growing? Oh, I think um, actually many obstacles. The first one is when you start a business, you think, oh, everything's going to be fantastic. You know, everyone's going to be uh, successful, everything will be easy, and the journey as an entrepreneur is actually really hard. You put in a lot of work, uh, and a lot of times you scratch your head wondering, wow, did I really make that right choice? Um, and so uh, some of the obstacles, as an example, are um, you, know, you have economic upturns and downturns that we have no control over, and so you have to kind of take it with a stride and mm. be flexible to try and figure things out, how to um, stay in business and stay healthy in business. Uh, and then also one thing that um, I never personally realized was um, the, uh, I guess the, the talent and the skill required to manage um, lots of people. And so for example, across uh, seven cafes, we have, 75 or 76 employees most of them are um, uh, barista staff working in the cafes and uh, uh, when you start getting into large numbers of people you start to appreciate and realize well everyone has a different um, different personality different style of how they like to be managed or different style of how they like to work together and you have to kind of figure out um, motivations of everyone and how does this all fit? So that way we're all heading in the same direction. So as you've mentioned, there are a lot of different parts that make up a business. Can you tell me about the part that your roastery plays in making Cafe Lux what it is? Oh yeah, so um, one thing that Mark and I were very keen on was that if we were going to create a product, uh, we wanted to make sure that it was uh, something that was genuine and something genuinely created by us. So uh, coffee um, is uh, sourced directly by us. And so we have great relationships with uh, coffee farmers uh, all around the world. And then uh, we visit them as often as we can. Uh, then we import the coffee beans uh, to our roastery here in Gardena. Uh, then we have a, a full-scale uh, roasting operations here. So there's a roasting machine and people who, who um, take care of all of that. Uh, we package everything ourselves, uh, and then we send them uh, off to either our cafes 
or um, any of our wholesale customers. And so um, we're all about fresh coffee. So that means that uh, we roast and ship everything out uh, all on the same day. Interesting. So I understand that your co-founder went to Berkeley, but you made the right choice. You came to UCLA. So could you explain to the listeners how your experiences at UCLA played a role in your journey as an entrepreneur? Mm, good question. Um, when, I, when I was at UCLA, uh, the first thing that I realized was, wow, this place is really big. Because I went to a high school that had, uh, I think it was 332 students total. And so then all of a sudden you came to UCLA, and at that time, there was, I think, around 30 to 40,000 people at any given time on campus. And so all of a sudden, you will go from a small town where you knew everyone and everyone knew you uh, to a place where everyone was essentially a stranger. And I didn't go to school with anyone. I didn't go to UCLA with anyone from my high school. And so all of a sudden you felt, uh, um, in a way, you know, just kind of on your own. And if you didn't make the effort to make friends, uh, you could see how it could also actually be quite lonely. Um, and so what I really started to realize is um, similar to our business is that in order to have some level of socialness uh, of being a human being, uh, you need to kind of seek out and create these networks of mm -hmm. friends uh, in order to kind of be in a, a space and um, be together and to grow together and learn together. And so um, those are the key things that I learned from UCLA, which was, you know, if, if you if you want to um, uh, be a part of the community, a community, then you need to kind of um, seek it out yourself and then be a part of that. And so, you know, at UCLA, there's so many opportunities to uh, to become friends with so many people. I first uh, uh, I first became friends with people who were in my dorm over at Sproul Hall. And then from there, you networked and met other friends because then people were into sports, uh, going to the Wooden Center, working out and, you know, going to uh, fraternity parties or going to socialize for different causes on campus. And of course, then you meet uh, new friends uh, in your classes. And so um, what I took away from that was very important in terms of our business uh, because our cafe is all about bringing people together and having a place for people to gather and uh, socialize as friends and family. And especially in a city like Los Angeles, where everything is so spread out, uh, I think with people being spread out and with the advent of technology allowing people to just kind of be able to stay and work at home uh, and kind of be uh, being on yourself, uh, being on your own. Uh, I think people look and seek for places where they can be with others. And so that was the, um, the impetus around our business was to create a space for people to come and gather and socialize and make new friends. Mm. And so um, one of the things that uh, I found very heartwarming was that when I went to um, a party at a friend's house that I actually met at one of our cafes, uh, I started meeting people and i started asking them oh so how do you know you know my friend rocco 
how do you know this person? And I would say easily 90 to 95% of these guests all said they met at Cafe Lux. I thought that was you know, so heartwarming and special that uh, it was kind of like mission accomplished. Yeah. So you clearly have a vision for what you want Cafe Lux to be in your community. Did you have any mentors or inspirations that helped you form that vision and make it a reality? Yeah, I guess, you know, people who you meet along the way, uh, because when you're trying to start a business, um, you kind of need to get proper uh, support to Mm. kind of help you uh, think things through strategically as well as practically and not someone who just thinks you're, you know, you're fantastic. You can do anything you want. You need some of some level of a sense of the rea- a reality check to make sure you're going on the right path. Uh, so I kind of like using um, uh, these competitions that you see on TV, like uh, um, you know various music competitions, uh, like uh, or even like America's Next Top Model, or you know those kinds of shows where you're like listening to this person sing like on the X factor and the person is just actually terrible, (laughs) you know, and you're thinking who told you that you could sing, you know, that you'd be built up that much courage to go on and just be really terrible. (laughs) Uh, And that, and you start to realize, okay, so your friends who may not actually be your friends, uh, just kind of propped you up too much to make you think that you could actually be a professional singer and actually, you know, just don't have that skill set. <laughs> and so uh, that's kind of the the life lessons that I've learned along the way is to uh, make sure that you link up with people who have great experiences, who are willing to give you honest feedback and honest um, guidance uh, to help you make those right decisions as best as you can. And especially because, you know, business is hard. Um, And so unless you uh, really have the right motivation and the real and the right uh, support mechanisms in place, um, uh, it's a very hard world to try and survive. And so, so far, we've been very fortunate that we have uh, based on great feedback and advice from friends. Do you have any closing advice for entrepreneurs? Is there anything that you've learned the hard way or that as an entrepreneur, you wish you knew earlier? Mm, Yeah. um, I think the important thing, which perhaps sounds a bit cliche, is you should do something that you really enjoy. Uh, I I run into lots of people who do things perhaps motivated by the wrong things. Like let's say, oh my gosh, let's let's get into real estate because we're going to make a lot of money, as an example. Uh, but then you start to see, gosh, you know, the person isn't really happy. Um, and sure, they might be gaining wealth, but that isn't really the source of their um, their livelihood and happiness in life. And so, um, fortunately, Mark and I love what we do. And so we love the business of coffee. And we love the idea of creating places where people can get together and just kind of be friends and enjoying each other's company. And so we would do that, you know, be very happy to do that for the rest of our lives. And so because that's the advice I would impart on other 
uh, would-be entrepreneurs is to make sure that you're doing it for the right reason uh, and it's something that will make you happy uh, for the rest of your life. Well, Gary, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and thanks for sharing your story and your expertise. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Jack. It's my pleasure. Bruins Built This is brought to you by The Daily Bruin, UCLA's student newspaper. You can listen to this show and others by The Daily Bruin on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And the audio and transcript of this show is available at dailybruin.com. I'm Jack Garland, and I'll see you next time.